Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening in. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis, and today we have the illustrious J. Turner Solutions, Mr. Jeremy. How are you doing this morning? Doing well. How are you? Good, man. Good. So, uh, hey, uh, briefly, what is J. Turner Solutions? Uh, J. Turner Solutions is uh, my marketing company that I started when I moved to Oregon um, about see, 2014, so a little over seven... Oh. I can't even do math. Uh, nine years now, I guess now. There you go. So, just a accumulation of all the things that I had done after college, mm-hmm. um, and learned about you know digital marketing, website development, mark um, online marketing itself. Yeah, cool, cool. So maybe we just jump back to uh, the beginning of life and uh, what was growing up like. I uh, grew up in a small farming town in California. Dixon, uh, about oh, just outside of Sacramento, just right? outside Sacramento, yeah. between Sacramento and uh, San Francisco. Uh, didn't have a McDonald's for the first six years, you know. Had couldn't see the town because there was cornfields surrounding it um, <laughs> on the freeway. You know, always made the joke. There's there's a section of uh, the eighty interstate that just uh, never never went on because where I lived, I heading east. I'd go down one on ramp, west go down the other one. And finally, it was like. Whoa, there's this whole section I never even went on. Um, but grew up playing sports, didn't spend a lot of time at home. I was 7 a.m., put on skates, grab a baseball bat, grab a bike, and I was gone home at 7 at night. Yeah. It's pretty much life. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was a jump on my bike and go and come back when I was starving. There you go. Maybe check in about <laughs> noon. Yeah, I ate today, Just for Mom. some food. Yeah. By the way, I'll be home tomorrow. I'm staying yeah. the night. That's kind of how it worked. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, what was uh, middle school, high school like? What, what does that look like? Uh, middle school was, you know, everything's great. Uh, went through, you know, we were same class. Like, you know, we had graduated with, I think, because um, it was a farming town, we graduated about 200 kids, but about 140 of us were from kindergarten through. We had a lot of um, migrant workers that, that graduated with us, um, but they were in and out um, based on the time of year. But, you know, I had a solid set of friends that we were in kindergarten together and we graduated together. We walked down, you know, walked out together. Um, junior high was, didn't really know I wanted to study, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, but then finally, eighth grade, it just kind of clicked. Grades just started getting better. And, you know, it was, school kind of came easy to me, yeah. which didn't help my procrastination much because I would <laughs> procrastinate on everything and um, then <laughs> went on to college. Um going to go to Chico State. Got in early there, but didn't have the money to go. So I went to junior college and then uh, met a few f- people at UC Davis and saying, yeah. got moved into the fraternity house and started started my career at Davis. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, college is in the rearview mirror. What's, uh, what's life look like after that? Well, uh, after college, I went to school to be a high school ag teacher. I was supposed to teach wood shop and metal shop and all that fun stuff. Went to Cal Poly for, for my master's program, uh, did my student teaching, and then it got to it got to a point where I was looking for jobs, and the only ag teaching jobs were in Southern California, and I had no Oof. desire to move down there. Um, I knew that in you know one or two years I probably could move back up north, but it just wasn't wasn't for me. So I actually took a job with a company I'd been working with during grad school, uh, building websites for fraternities and sororities. Um, we grew from about ten to over a thousand in a short period of time and I was a sales director for them and it, I mean I got a lot of accolades for selling a thousand websites yeah in a short period of time but 
I mean, the product was so good. It was just kind of order taking at that point. So sure. I didn't have to do much. So it was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did that for a few years. And then uh, that company shut down and sold out. And, and we uh, worked for a couple, uh, two other companies. And then the company that bought that one hired me again because I knew all of the ins and outs of the program. And, um, and then um, I moved up here. I got married and moved up here. Um, in 2014 yeah. and I was like either I can start my own job or start my own business or go work for somebody that I don't know I mean we, we knew nobody up here right. and so I said you know what let's try Just this see if it works for six in. months yeah and it's, here it's, you are you're still doing it yeah, that's right still bringing in that paycheck that's right yeah um, yeah I think uh, entrepreneurship isn't for the faint at heart right but uh, but it is rewarding. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's flexibility, you know, that is is unmatched. And then at the end of the day, uh, the buck stops with you. So mm-hmm. you know, there's always that stuff. So it's not it's not cracked up for everybody. I, I love getting the question. Well, what are you doing for you know uh, this holiday, this Monday holiday? You taking it off? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if I don't work on Monday, then I've got three extra days to make up somehow that's because right. everybody else is still sending me emails. And that's right, they still want all their social media. They want their website edits. They want yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And and by that meaning, uh, we're one of those people who yeah, call yeah. Jeremy to say, "Hey, we need help on our website." Fortunately, yeah. you know, I partnered with Lewis Media Group, and sure, I just get to funnel all that stuff to their team because I'm not the guy that makes the website edits. Yeah. I was smart. I got out of building websites and hired a, a good team. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. Um, you have a daughter who's how old? Seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Wow. What's uh, what's something that surprised you about parenthood? Maybe that you weren't expecting or didn't expect that way. She. It's amazing how much she absorbs. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can remember being in the backyard, uh, just doing some yard work one time, and um, she started counting. She was like three, and she mm-hmm. counted like ten, and and we had done some counting, but she'd never done it in front of us. Um, she, I think she gets that from me. Never, never talks about school. She just does it. She's good at it, right. but doesn't talk about it. And that's how I was growing up. Um, but yeah, she just looked. O- I, I looked over at her mom, and I was like, "She ever done that for you?" Nope. I said, well, "I think we found the right daycare," because they were they were just educating, like, and she was just absorbing everything. Wow. She loves language. She loves words. I mean, you know, get a hot text from her mom every once in a while. Um, so your daughter just used uh, ex- exasperated perfectly. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, let me look that up and I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let you know if I think that's a good, a th- good thing or not. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, in business, they say, you, you know, surround yourself with people smarter than you. Exactly. I have my daughter. I've already done that. Yeah, and if you if you look at if you look at uh, our board at Bauer and most of our staff, that's easy to recognize that most everybody's smarter than Tim. So that's uh, you know, I, and I I don't have any insecurities about that. None. I'll, I'll take it all. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's how we can affect more people and do better jobs mm-hmm. and produce a better product. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so what does a day in the life look like for you? I mean, as a, you, know, you have some flexibility in your job, but yeah. yeah I, I try to get up about 5.30 every day. Um, I'm not doing anything productive like, you know, working out or 
you know, reading anything specific. It's sure. just trying to get the day started. Uh, if I have my daughter that day, you know, it's getting the breakfast going and knowing that I need to start waking her up slowly so I don't get yelled at, you know, all those fun things that seven-year-olds do for you. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just try to get as much as I can done in a day. Right. Um, I, I've i been learning how to say no. I had a few people, you know, say, hey, I see what you're doing and you need to slow down. Um, so... <laughs> I'm trying. I got a few. I'm on a few boards, and yeah. uh, it occupies a lot of my time. But you know, I don't think I would be as successful as I am in my business if I wasn't busy. Um, True. Just because I, I've always been that way. You know, when I was in college, my my worst grades were when I wasn't doing anything. When it was just school, my best grades were when I was working full time. You know, on campus and off campus, bartending and being the president of the fraternity and getting involved in four other clubs on campus and it's just I, I knew that I had to study in this one hour period that I had on that day yeah or else it wasn't gonna happen any other time so you know for me my my days are pretty consistent if you know some exec meetings board meetings committee chair stuff um, client reach out sales and then it just cycles over again I mean I, I live by my calendar and it's yeah. it's the only thing I have <laughs> to keep yeah. it straight yeah, I mean, that's something that I appreciate about you, you know, as, as other people in our community, they're, you know, you're continuously investing in our community, both from your time, your resources, and uh, that's what it takes to have a healthy community, you know, it takes it takes a lot of people uh, mm -hmm. with different skill sets and different gifts and stuff, so, yeah. Um, what would you say the most challenging part of maybe life is for you, either as a business owner or just life in general? Slow down. I mean, I, mm. I I felt it this weekend. You know, I was just telling you this morning. Yeah. Uh, I had I play you know play sport up in Beaverton, um, and it's all you know it's adults, so it's games don't start till six and end at ten thirty, eleven at night. And <laughs> last night was one of those nights, and uh, slept through all my alarms. And <laughs> eight fifteen, finally was like, whoa, what happened? Where am I? I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it's just you know taking time for myself to recharge. Um, I don't do that very often, and mm. it, it caught up to me today. <laughs> yeah, so. there you go. But you made it here on time. <laughs> I, I, well, you know, I, because I was smart enough to have the mechanic drop me off here instead of my go. office and then figure out how I was going to get here from my office without a car. So, <laughs> so I may still be here after this. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's okay. We got cars. Yeah, yeah there you go. So that's good. Um I know that uh, you guys created a, a social media course. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you say the number one request you get from uh, clients or potential clients around what you do, whether it's social media or whatever? I don't know if there's one. It, it's every business is so different and they think so differently on how social media is going to help them. You know, if I had to boil it down to one thing when it comes to social media itself, it's can you do this for me? No, we, you know, we, mm. we really can't. I mean, I, I think that my dad was a, a journeyman pipe fitter plumber, you know, my whole life. And you know, he did upholstery and other things too, but you know, plumbing was his thing. I'm never going to have that passion. Do I know about it? Yeah, I can, I can help you. I, I spent enough time with him doing that stuff, but I'm never going to have that passion that that a plumber has for their plumbing business or you right. have for Valor Mentoring or right. the rec. Like, bowling's fun, but 
I'm not going to know what to post. Right. So it's, I like helping people understand their opportunities that they have online and how it can make them either better internally or externally, you Mm. know, and, and I help, I try to help people realize that the things that you do day to day are exciting for other people. A good example was I was working with Michelle at copycats with some social media stuff a few years back. And I said, best thing for you to do is take a step back, walk into your front door as a customer and just look around. Don't look from behind the counter out because it's boring to you. You see that every day. Walk in and just stand there as a customer. What are some cool things that are going on in this place? And she's like, I just, I don't know. And I said, right there, the first thing I see is this trifold paper machine. Take a video of that. Slow it down. You know how many people will probably watch that over and over again because it's just so fast and then, and you'll speed it up and slow it down. Just little things like that can take an experience for somebody else and just change, like change their mind about, how things operate in your business. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's got a trifold machine in their house. <laughs> well, this was her business. But no, yeah, I know, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, where else, or even in their business. Yeah. I don't know, I, I don't know, outside of the copying industry or whatever, I don't mm-hmm. know anybody who's got uh, one of those, right? No, right, so. but it's it's just taking that, a different look and just yeah. understanding who your audience is, so. Yeah, yeah, that fresh eyes uh, concept is really important, you know, because then we don't notice the cobwebs, you mm-hmm. know, in, in our businesses or, or, you know, in our homes or that type of stuff. Cause we just, and planning ahead. I mean, that's, that's the other thing is just people think that social media has to be something you do every day. And it's really not. I mean, take an hour on a Sunday and you can set and schedule all your posts for the week. Right. Take three hours on a Sunday and you could probably do it for the month. If you're focused on one task, you get it done pretty easily. Right. It's just then it's just the, the social listening and being engaged with people that are asking questions. Yeah, it's it's not rocket science. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can. Yeah, I think you know, but it it takes coaching, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't care if you want to learn guitar or golf or how to do social media or maybe a little bit around parenting and relationships. It takes other people mm-hmm. with some wisdom who, who've been before you, right? Right, to, right. To throw some of those things out and then it's up to us to apply them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, for our listeners, you know, if you're a uh, manager or a entrepreneur or, or a business owner, I mean, think about the things Jeremy just shared with you. I mean, it, you can literally uh, schedule those posts. You can sit down and, and knock out three or four for the week or two weeks and, and uh, those can be done, you know? We... We, we'll do 900 events uh, mm-hmm. in this building and 50 outside, and so things are constantly in rapid fire. So we we don't always plan far enough ahead for mm-hmm. us, but but we try to have this concept of take a, if it doesn't have a picture, it didn't happen. Right. So, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, another piece of advice I would throw out to people is, man, take a couple pictures, right? And then it needs to have decent lighting, right? They, they take <laughs> a good picture because otherwise it's not worth posting, right? Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Imaging is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and people people want to be want to be seen. They may yeah. not want credit all the time, but they want to be seen. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. You've uh, you got a little side hustle. Uh, it, it's turned out to be not so much of a little side hustle, but yeah. T- tell us a little bit about that. Which one? Oh, the, yeah, the, the, the signs. Get on signs. Or... Uh, so a few years back, I was. Uh, looking for just something else to do. Um, and uh, there was a friend of mine in Oklahoma posted that she just started 
working or having the, her own business uh, for yard signs called Yard Love. And I was like, that seems really interesting. I've never heard of anything like that out here in the West Coast. Uh, and so I reached out and made an agreement. We rebuilt the Yard Love website. It was on a Wix platform. And she <laughs> she had like five, five affiliates. And um, this was in 2019-ish, 2018, 2019? Uh, 2018, I think it was. And then um, we once we got the new website up and set it all up properly, it, it blew up. I mean, especially when COVID hit, like there was no more birthday parties. I mean, we were doing anywhere between 15 and 45 setups a month. Um, and it was, it was crazy. It was nonstop four to five setups a day. Um, and now it's, it's slowed down. I don't promote it that much. Um, but I, I'm just been busy. You know, it's hard to get out at night to set up these signs to surprise a kid for their birthday when I have my daughter trying to, you know, go to sleep at eight, eight thirty at night. <laughs> exactly. So uh, it's, it's slowed down, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, and every time I decide that I'm just going to slow it down, I'm going to slow it down. I get the email from, you know, grandma saying, we sat in the front yard and just stared at the signs forever. Like, oh, uh, man, or, man. or even the fun ones where, you know, you get caught while you're out there setting up the sign by, you know, the seven-year-old twins. And then you find out from the mom that they thought you were vandalizing the house and they just ran inside. <laughs> and you're just like, well, I wasn't. I was putting up your sign. So it's, it's fun. Um, and again, you just get the people very happy. They tag you. and Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say no to those. No, I mean when we get opportunities to create smiles, right? It's a it's a right. cool thing, you know. Our our culture doesn't focus too much on on smiles and that type of thing. I think so. That's cool. Yeah, they don't. You know, those those families don't see sometimes that the, what what it takes to get that sign there, but right. that doesn't matter to me. It just what their experience is is what really matters. Sure. Yeah. So that looks like uh, for folks listening, you could have a. Birthday parties uh, themed with multiple, you know, signs to graduation stuff to anniversaries right. to, you know, yeah, lots of different things. Been working with um, the uh, senior, um, the senior yeah. group for uh -huh. McNary. Uh, so we did some personalized um, graduation signs. So picture of the senior, and so they're all out in the front yards of their houses right. now. I've seen them. So yeah. yeah, and we did them for West Salem too. Just has a little fundraiser, a little kickback to their their grad party group yeah to help fund it yeah that's cool i think we're hosting three grad parties of the high schools two or three yeah here at the facility but uh, mm. yeah um well uh what's the future look like what are you thinking for j turner solutions uh well for jeremy it's to get off a few of the boards okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so i've been you know heavily involved in the UC Davis for for years. Um, I'm on my fifth year of a six year term for uh, the Alumni Association Board of Directors. Mm -hmm. So um, the chair for the Alumni Engagement Committee. So we also in charge of. You know, I'm also the chair for the Oregon Network. So we have events throughout the state um, of people who went to UC Davis. Of people who live UC in Davis, Oregon. Yeah, gotcha. So it's about. There's about 600 UC Davis alumni from Portland down to Eugene. Okay. Uh, so September 9th, we play Oregon State in football. There you go. So I will be talking a lot of 
smack smack to all the beaver fans out there for a couple months and then i know we'll probably lose but it'll be fun until september 9th exactly to, to, to talk about it we we put on a good show against eugene a few years back and we held them they were scared yeah they were scared and they actually lost a ranking they went they went down in the rankings because the game was too the close. game was too close yeah. yeah so that was that's always good for us um but once i'm off that board um i'm also help out with kaiser fest i probably won't stop it with that but uh i'm also with i act the uh with uh josh over at Bla- i forget the name of his uh business but nk forge oh the yeah, yeah. company so yep. um helping with veterans in the you know woodworking and metal shop area yeah we're doing some uh, onboarding training for the for them to mentor mm-hmm. some of the guys right there. yes thank yeah. you for that it's a wonderful thing you know uh yeah but just trying to slow down a little bit my daughter's going to get into sports more and more, and I'm not going to have time to to do all the things. So, right, I think that's really what I need to focus on is stepping away from those areas so I can have more time with with her. Yeah. yeah. As far as the business, we're just you know we're growing. We're every, you know every time we you know build a new site, um, we end up bringing them in on a you know a monthly kind of retainer for hosting and maintenance, and so that's more people that we have to talk to and engage with every day, mm-hmm. every month. So it it doesn't stop with just selling one product and it's out the door and you got to find someone new. It's it's sure. continuous and it builds on itself. Right. So hopefully hopefully we bring on a couple couple hundred new clients here soon. So there you go. Keep it going. Yeah, keep it growing. There you go. We often get really good pieces of advice. What's uh what's and I'm sure there's many, but what's one or two that maybe stick out to you that you feel like, you know, you're applying or should. Well, it's always a, uh, I don't know if it's, you know, leadership focused, but it's, it's something that has, was instilled with me when I was in college. Um, Emil Merak was an alum of my fraternity and, uh, he was one of the first chancellors at Davis and he, you know, he was always saying was, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. And, and I really lived up to that because, you know, opportunities to just network with the alumni was always there. Like I have an opportunity, like now I, I could probably tell you every alum of the 700 that are still alive, where they live, names, just because I've been engaged with them so, so much. But, you know, I always took it a step further. You know, when I was advisor for the chapter for seven years after that, uh, it was, it's not what you know, it's who you know, but it's what you know that keeps you there because you have an opportunity to get in the door. You have this relationship, you know, I, I have an opportunity to, to meet somebody, they're a Davis Aggie, uh, or they're an AGR, and you automatically have this connection, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can't back it up with any skill sets, anything that's going to keep you there helping that mm-hmm. situation, they're not going to just let you ride because you had a, a connection at one point. It's, right. it's what you know that's really going to keep you there. So that's my best advice that I've, that I've been told I kind of built into my own little thing. Um, maybe I heard it from somebody else. Maybe I made it up. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds good to me now. So yeah, yeah, I'll absolutely. Well, we'll just start. We're putting your name behind the quote then. There we yeah. go. And, uh, that's funny. Yeah, but I, so I, I think, you know, let me see if I can say it. it's not what you know, it's who you know, but it's what you know that keeps you there. Yeah. By Jeremy Turner. There you go. <laughs> well, another way of saying that is that, like we, we need to continue to grow. We mm-hmm. need to continue to try to improve uh, who we are and what we do, you know, and and that helps us. That helps our community. Right. And and listen, you know, you, you don't know everything. You know, 
you got to surround yourself surround yourself with people that know more than you and you know you 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 need to be able to share your experiences and feel comfortable in sharing those experiences or else other people aren't going to learn from you either you know right. i i've got a lot of experience on different boards you know i was in ffa we did parliamentary procedure i'm frustrated when i go to board <laughs> meetings because it's like nobody's following the procedure it, 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 it's <laughs> I move that. Then there's the the then you then you debate it afterwards. You talk about it. You don't debate it, then come up with a motion. It's like, and <laughs> oh man, and I don't want to hear. I make a motion that no, it's I move. That's Robert's rules of order. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So see, there's multiple things you're learning today with our <laughs> listeners. That's right. Robert's rules of orders. If you don't know it, you should probably look it up. So helps yeah. meeting. Yeah. For, for everybody who walks out of a meeting and says, this could have been an email, then you probably aren't following the right Robert's rules, your, yeah. the right, you know, meeting agenda. Yeah. Yeah. And none of us get a, a shortage of emails. So no. Yeah. So, uh, follow Jeremy's advice and have action steps and, and make it happen with follow-up. Right. Mm -hmm. So, man, time flies, uh, you know, so we're coming to the end of the show. How, how could people uh, get in touch with you if they want to? I guess my website, mm -hmm. jturnersolutions.com. It's easy, probably the easiest way. Jeremy at jturnersolutions. Mm -hmm. I'm over on Chamala Road, office behind um, Kaiser Power Equipment. There you go. Yeah. So for our listeners, thanks so much for listening to Leading Well by Valor Mentoring. If you uh, are listening on radio, we're at KSLM at 11 a.m. on Saturdays or on any of your Google, Apple, Spotify uh, podcast uh, tools that are out there. And so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.